Now that's a parking spot. Introducing the I may have underestimated the size of my car policy with accident forgiveness from American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote. Find an agent. Visit AmFam.com. Optional policy features not included in base policies. Review policy for coverages and exclusions. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, SI, and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Peace, everybody! Part of Relationships Radio Show is copyrighted. No one is to use any part of the show without express written consent from myself, Greg Tosinski, or the Art of Relationships. Thank you. Welcome to the Art of Relationships Radio Show. Greg welcomes live calls from listeners in helping with numerous marital and relationship problems. There will be no more tit-for-tat arguments. Greg gets to the root of couples' challenges in a rapid, matter-of-fact format. Plus, applies compassion and humor. Join in discovering how to improve your relationship and your own life. Listen, laugh, and climax. Greg is a licensed professional counselor in the state of Michigan. To others, he's simply known as Detroit's love guru. <laughs> hey, welcome everybody. It is Greg Dzinski here coming to you live. And hopefully, fingers are crossed, there will not be any technical issues no difficulties i'm hoping okay so hopefully everybody uh can hear me can see me okay maybe you don't want to see my face i get that but uh welcome this is the art of relationships radio show i'm greg dzinski as you heard in the intro licensed professional counselor relationship and sex specialist here in well, I was in downtown Detroit. Now I'm in Southfield, Michigan, which is a suburb. So uh, welcome, everybody. Uh, you can answer or ask questions. I shouldn't say answer. But uh, if you want to answer, that's okay, too. You can um, ask any questions you want. You want anything regarding relationship, sexual challenges, you're having issues maybe with intimacy, with passion, with maybe trying to connect with each other emotionally and trying to understand each other a little bit better okay so ask away and below down below in the discussion you'll be able to join in like any Facebook discussion also you can also feel free to give me a call don't be shy people give me a call 313-614-9498 Again, my website is above on the video, and it's also right below me in the video, or the video, the live streaming. So check out my website, theartofrelationships.org. And again, welcome to everybody this episode. And knock on wood, <laughs> there won't be any tech issues. I think I have them all worked out. I think we'll be all set to go. And... Welcome again. Give me a heads up. Let me know who's in the house here and maybe what issues you're challenging, <coughs> being challenged with. I don't know what it is this week um, has been almost a theme, a pattern, almost like a lot of weeks. They'll come in, you know, with maybe affair issues. Maybe they'll come in with sexual challenge issues. This week seems to be a huge, huge issue with people you know facebook friends clients they're coming in with 
a lot of issues where they're in love with somebody, um, but they shouldn't be, okay? And again, that's very subjective when I'm saying that, you know, coming from a professional perspective. What I mean is that these people, um, that they love somebody, but they're getting treated like crap, right? They're not, they're getting maybe verbally abused. They're getting ghosted. They're getting disrespected. They're getting, you know, just, you know, not being a priority. And a big thing, Greg, what do I do? I've been here, I've been given my awe, I've been given here. And there's a simple answer to this. I'm saying, why are you dealing with it? Why are you putting up with it? It sounds very blunt, very harsh. Not at all, because I understand the difficulty, the challenge that exists with doing it with someone you love and they're not loving you back. My question is, you know, why are you with them? And I get I love them. But this comes down to not only that you love that person that is maybe, you know, always being negative, always talking down you, maybe being condescending. You cannot ever do anything right in their eyes. And it also gets maybe, you know, they're going out spending more time with friends than with you. And they're treating you like they're taking you for granted. They Like they don't even care about you, only what, that it benefits them. They're not looking at how things affect you, how their actions, how their words, how their mannerisms, how they hurt you and make you feel. They don't even care. Why would you want to be with somebody like that, okay? And it's been a huge common theme um, not only with clients this week, but, you know, with Facebook friends um, all over the country, I've been getting with, it, there's been, I want to say, probably close to a dozen uh, questions um, that I've been asked. Greg, can I have your advice? And I'm like, you know what, how much are you going to pay me? No, <laughs> I need money to pay bills, right? Everybody does. But you're looking at, you know, I try to help when I can. And it's been a very, very huge theme that is going on this week. And I'm like, what the hell is an error? And I, I shouldn't say, it's a common theme, okay? It's a common theme, unfortunately, I run into on a weekly basis. <clears throat> but it seems like this week has been even more so. Um, <laughs> Jessica's in the house. Yo, yo, yo. Sarah, Jennifer, welcome. <laughs> welcome, people. Chime in. Join the discussion below, people. Um, I'd love to hear your comments, um, your questions, anything that I can help you with regarding your relationship or, you know, like I said, sexual challenges. Even if you're having a hard time, you know, you've been in a breakup or a divorce situation, you're having a hard time moving on, it's not easy. Everybody, you know, I would love to be able to, you know, snap my fingers and be able to help people like that. But unfortunately, it's not going to happen that quick. I'm hoping it'll happen quick, but you know what? There's a difference between being realistic and sort of, you know what? It's just not going to be genuine. It's not going to happen, okay? So, and I want to be, gen you know, if anyone tells you it's going to be over with like that, they're lying to you. So you need to run from those individuals, okay? My question is, okay, when you have somebody you love, okay? My question, they're treating you like crap. They're treating you like... You're not a priority, like, you know, maybe they don't even want to touch you. And this is going for both genders. This theme this week happens to be everybody I've heard with this complaint or this concern this week have been from females, except for one client being a male, um, 
most of them have been females this week. You see it's about equal. I get complaints from men, too, where they feel disrespected. They don't feel desired. They don't feel appreciated. They feel like um, being taken for granted. Nobody's perfect, but most of these people, they're good people, okay? They're loving. They're caring. They're considerate, and they're getting treated like crap. My And coming back into it, maybe being a little bit too blunt is, why the hell are you with people that treat you like crap? You know, you can talk to them. And I, I tell people, it's very, very difficult to come from the heart and speak that, you know what, it hurts me when you talk to me this way. It hurts me when, you know what, I don't feel respected or that I'm a priority. I, I, it really hurts. Trying to speak from the vulnerability in the heart, that is my number one thing I try to get people to go through instead of the anger. Because a lot of people, when you start, let's face it, when we're hurt, we want to attack, we want to fight, we want to, we get pissed off, plain and simple. So we get pissed off that our person gets more defensive and everything else instead of looking at your hurt and everything. So I want you to do your part and look at, you know what, it hurts big time that you don't show me you love me, that I'm not a priority, that maybe you don't want to make love with me, you don't even want to touch me, let alone spend time with me. And it hurts. When you speak from that, that person hopefully will be more receptive and the defenses are going to lower and they're hopefully going to be able to talk to you about the issues. Now, if those people, I did the show a little bit, I know technical issues last week on gaslighting, is looking at if these people are, you know, professional gaslighters and that's a personality, you need to get the hell away from those people to begin with, okay? They're going to manipulate you. It's all about them, narcissistic aspects. And my question is, you know, do you start feeling sorry, or not sorry, maybe um, guilty? Um, maybe you start feeling sorry too. Maybe I should back up a little bit about, you know, if you start looking at yourself, you're sorry. Oh, my God, maybe I'm being selfish and I'm sorry for that. Hell no. You have a right to be loved. You have a right to be desired and craved and, you know, I oh my God, I rant rave about this on numerous shows, you know, over the years, but I'm looking, I'm serious about, there's a difference between, you know, commanding respect and, you know, commanding that you love yourself and commanding to be loved and to be loved the way you deserve and you want versus being selfish and everything is about you, right? And if everything is about you, Maybe you're not going to be complaining that you're not getting your needs met. It's always about the other person. And it seems like in these situations where people end up with others that treat them like crap, that don't show them they're a priority, that don't even take them into consideration, you know, it, it could be, you know, a constant, you know what, I'm going out with my friends tonight and they're not even talking to their partners about it. They're like, I, I could care less. If you like it or not, I'm doing this. And there, there's no communication. There's no common courtesy and respect for the other person. And this isn't just a one-time incident, okay? This is happens over and over and over again. It's a pattern. And you look at why and you, let's face it, you get resentful. You get, you know, you might like, okay, okay, I'm going to be, de and then you blow up because you can't deal with it anymore. My question is, why are you dealing with it in the first place? Is it because of low self-esteem, because you feel like you want to be loved so much that you're putting up with all this shit? Is that why? Or you're afraid you're going to be alone or it's going to ruin the kids? 
All these are very realistic anxieties, and they're all realistic fears that you deal with. And I get it. I understand this, people. The big thing is, so do you want your kids to model what you're doing? Do you want your kids to grow up and be in a relationship where they're getting treated like crap, that they're not a priority? Not only lip service people, but it's what you show and how you command respect for yourself. And that is the best lesson you can give your kids to show them that they deserve to be loved. Not to be arrogant or selfish. There's a big difference. But that they deserve to be loved. They deserve to be treated well and with respect. And, you know, that they're desired and craved emotionally, physically. So how are you going to model that to your kids when you're not doing it yourself in your own life and you're the adult and you're worried about the kids. And I know a big aspect is, you know, finances too. I'm not going to make it on my own financially. It's hard. These are realistic issues that, you know, come about. And I'm not one to blow smoke up people's booties. I'm giving you a realistic picture. And this is one thing that, <clears throat> excuse me, working with a lot of people in domestic violence situations that, you know, you might go to another therapist that has no clue. They might mean well, but they might not have any clue. They're going to say, you know, when there's, you know, domestic violence, you need to get away from there. You need to get the hell away from there, go to a shelter, get, you know, get away. And all of a sudden, you know, you have no money, right? You go to a shelter and they're all full. So now what the hell do you do? You have no money for a hotel. Maybe you have limited gas in the car. You're wondering how you're going to eat. You're whatever. So you end up going back. I tell these people and other professionals too, trying to help them out. You have to look at the reality, not the fantasy world. You're going to get away or leave a toxic relationship and everything's going to be hunky-dory and fine. I want you, you know, your challenges, your fears, your anxieties in these situations. When you're in a toxic relationship, you know, when you're not getting treated like, you know, like the person you want to be loved and with kindness. And, and that doesn't say you get all, you know, get your way all the time. Hell no. But at least there's respect and there's common courtesy and there's love, desire, appreciation. All that being dished out, which is great. But, you know what? The reality is, if you're in a toxic relationship, I get the fears, you know, money, financial concerns, where are you going to go? You can't afford maybe if that person leaves or you kick them out or whatever, you know, you're worried about maybe physical harm. You're worried about um, custody battles. You're worried about, you know, what are you going to do, how it's going to affect your family, your kids. These are all real concerns, and I address these with my clients. And I want you, you know, I want you to look at, I'm not trying to scare you with these situations, okay? I want you to look at reality and look at, okay, what can I do even though I'm not getting treated like crap to get away from that, to get away from toxic situations, to get away from being verbally, physically abused, and why are you there, okay? Reality, finances, kid, I get all this, but that doesn't excuse the fact that you deserve to get treated like crap and you have to remain in that relationship. Hell to the no. And this is where I want to help you build that confidence up 
and look at the situation to where, you know what, what can I do to set myself up to get away? And I'm not about screwing people over, that's not what I'm talking about, but to prepare yourself, you know what, can you stay with a friend? Do you, are there situations that you can, you know, go with a family member or stay with a friend in a toxic situation to get away from that? And a lot of these people that are very toxic, um, that you're putting up with not feeling loved and not feeling desired and appreciated, and it's all about them, they tend to be very good at sucking you back in. This is where I can't tell you how many thousands of times I've dealt with people and couples over the years, yes, thousands of times, where they get sucked back in emotionally with these people that are they're professional manipulators, and they'll sweet talk you, I love you, I miss you, all this stuff. Then you go back in that situation and your gut's telling you, it's going to go back, it's going to happen, but your heart's bleeding. I get it. You go back, so guess what happens? A week later, a month later, it goes right back to the same situation to what you were getting away from. And you're like, damn it, I knew it, I knew it, I knew it. And it's hard when you go ahead and, you know, you forgo your gut instincts. You go, you go against what you feel is right and what you know in your soul is the right thing to do. I'm not saying that it's, you know, not scary. Hell no, not, not at all, okay? Trayvill's in the house, welcome! And, um, you know, I'm going to read some comments, <coughs> excuse me, going on, losing my voice here. Um, some comments that mention, like I said, if I, I don't read your name, um, I'm not, I'm respecting your privacy, okay? If you give me permission to use your name, I'm going to use your name. But without that, I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to read your name. So we're going to, um, people, uh, you hear me mention their name, they give me permission um, to use their name, either a long time ago or recently if they're new, you know, new viewers, new listeners, okay? So we're going to talk about, you know, one individual mentioned, you know, thank you for talking about this. You're very, very welcome. Um, and I'm not going to mention your name because you're one of the individuals that I've been talking to this week with this very, very subject that's going on, okay? Um, another individual, I admit, it's low self-esteem. After being beat down for so long, I can't seem to climb out of, you know, climb out of the hole. And I get this. And that's what I'm talking about. You feel like you can't get any better. And I'm like, why are you allowing these assholes or bitches, right? Why are you allowing these people to have this power over you? And I get, you know, self-esteem. And this is where I want you to look at the situation, to look at that, you know what, you need to look at the situation to wherever you're going to be able to um, focus on you know what? Why am I putting up with this? You know what? I do deserve kindness. I do deserve this. Nobody's perfect, okay? I get this. I'm all about, you know, you working on your faults, them working on theirs. But if they're not willing to look at themselves and they don't care how they treat you and you're supposed to deal with it, you need to dismiss their ass. You need to get them out of your life, okay? And it's not easy. And I get our self-esteem. We might not have any better. Our fears, our insecurity. And these people that don't treat us well, they prey on that. They're thinking like, like yeah, like you're going to do anything. It's almost like they feed on your insecurities big time. And I talked about this a little bit last week with gaslighting, actually a lot with this aspect. So you look at 
those situations and to be able to get out of that situation, be able to, to move on, to rebuild your confidence level and to look at, you know what, I deserve to be loved. Why are you are I allowing that person to have that control over me? That's going to be number one place to look at, okay? Another individual mentioned, sometimes I think maybe I really am an asshole for not being appreciative about my husband working 24-7, but it's hard because we don't always have time to communicate and causes a distance. And you know what? That's good. I give you props for acknowledging that, but a lot of it is, you know, if they're working 24-7, I get that. Money sucks for a lot of people, and you look at these dynamics to where, you know what, if they're always working, what is the point of being together? It's hard. It sounds crucial. It sounds, but you look at, you know, if they cut back and work, are there expenses that you can cut back on as a family to where he doesn't have to work as much? And, you know, I give him props that he does work. Is it a matter of, you know, another thing is looking at your bills and those situations to where can you look at things that you can cut out of your budget versus, you know, necessities versus, you know what, maybe we don't need this. Maybe we need to cut back on our cable bill. Maybe we need to cut back on eating out. Well, sometimes eating out is cheaper than freaking buying food and cooking it. But, um... You know, you look at the situation to where are there things we can cut back where he doesn't have to work that much. And maybe, like you said, you're being an asshole towards him because he's working 24-7. Let's face it, because you feel lonely, you don't feel loved, you don't feel, maybe in the way you need. I'm not going to say you don't feel loved. Maybe you do feel appreciated because he is busting his butt. But you're like, you know what, what's the point of being married when we're not even together? We don't talk. We're not intimate. You know, we have no time together because he's always working. Like you said, 24-7, um, you're like, why are we even married? So I get this, and it has to be addressed. And look at maybe what your husband's fears are financially, and there's a lot of pressure on him, I'm sure, you know, to make sure the bills are paid and all this stuff. So sit down and try to talk heart to heart, and he needs to take that time. If he doesn't, then we got to look at maybe getting you some help um, that where maybe he is going to take notice and be able to sit down and talk about bill situations and talk about where you can cut budgets and everything else where he might be able to have a day off and, you know, or maybe instead of working 12 hours a day, seven days a week, which unfortunately a lot of people do, or 10 hours, maybe he can work six days, 10 hours a day instead, and you still can be able to make your you know, all your bills and everything else, okay? Um, plus, he might save money going to work, right? Gas money, ha! <laughs> Wear and tear in the car, more oil changes, all that stuff too, right? So there's ways to look at situations where you can cut, where you look at what is the most important thing? Is it being a couple and showing that you love each other? I get reality, and I run into this issue often, unfortunately, with couples that work different shifts and I ran you know the last couple I saw this evening right before the show the situation is in this you know one works days one works midnights and I run into it my heart bleeds because of you know certain situation they do this because they can't afford daycare so they switch off um, and it sucks and it's so hard to do this and you look at you know what is most important is it to have a big house or 
to do all this or is it that you have a loving committed connected relationship and again I can't answer that because I am not you okay so go ahead um, my phone number you can call me 313-614-9498 that is above the video screen along with my website theartofrelationships.org and I want you to be able to look at the situation to where um, you know what it's very difficult but my question my first question is to you and there was some answers about this is looking at that you can go ahead to um, handle the situation to where you're able to look at what can I do to get out of this toxic relationship and why am I putting up getting treated like crap you know getting maybe yelled at getting bitched at all the time you know always being negative that you feel like you can't do anything right and maybe you are this person listening to the show maybe you're making your partner feel this way and maybe you don't have a clue maybe you're not looking at your self and how you, you know maybe how you're making your partner respond maybe you are one of these people I'm talking about and maybe that's not your intent and maybe you're not even realizing it you're just seeing the distance created by your partner your loved one and you know what the hell is going on and can you change it can you flip that script a little bit and be able to you know what look at the situation where I need to stop it and be able to get away from that situation okay am I gonna be able to do that and then you know what figure out what the hell is going on to change that and to you know what I'm gonna stop that and I'm gonna you know what go ahead and say you know what peace out I'm moving to a happier a better me to be able to get away from that situation so I can get to a happier healthier spot for me again it is not always easy not always easy people I know that I understand that and look at the reality look at what is most important for you and then go from there okay so I'm gonna take a little breather don't go anywhere I'm gonna be back people in a minute or two enjoy song from Rev Right Time maybe I love you don't go anywhere I'm gonna be right back <laughs> Thank you. 
everybody we're coming back to you live um this is the art of relationships radio show <coughs> excuse me um i'm greg dozinski detroit's love guru relationship and sex specialist licensed professional counselor here in the state of michigan and we're coming back and we're talking about um why are you in toxic situations or you know what you love somebody so bad or so bad so much but yet they're not loving you back. They're treating you like crap. They're not making you feel loved, verbally abusive. Yes, I'm giving a recap of tonight's show as requested by Sabrina <laughs> is in the house too. So I welcome, uh, welcome everybody, new listeners to the show. Don't be shy. Throw your comments below in the discussion below the video here. And also you can give me a call, 313-614-9400. Nine eight. Okay. Um, any questions? Any comments you have? Any questions? I can answer. I'll do my best. Okay. So we're talking about, you know, how difficult it is to get away from 
a toxic relationship. You know, you love them, but do you love yourself and do you respect yourself enough to get the hell away from that situation? And, you know, or is that toxic situation, does that person actually know what they're doing? Like I mentioned before the break, you know, maybe they're backing away and not paying you attention, whatever, because they don't feel love. They don't feel um, appreciated. They don't feel desired by you because you're not feeling those things from them. So you both are feeling, you know, you're both feeling the same aspects, the same things. However, you're communicating it and either not talking about it or it comes out where you're both angry and fighting and, you know, just bitter towards each other. So you look at those situations and if you look at, you know what, they're thinking that, you know what, you don't care about them or you don't care what they feel and you're feeling the same way, it creates a cluster. Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> but, and, you know, I get most, you know, a lot of couples that I see in my office are about that. And, you know, unfortunately, most of them are affair-oriented, too, where one of them cheated. But you look at, if you know you're a good person and you know that you are showing them appreciation, you are showing them that you care, you love them, you have their back, you're emotionally there for them, you know, you're doing things for them, nice gestures, right? And they're treating you like crap. They are, you know, just ripping into you, calling you names, calling you, you know, whatever it is, calling you out your name and ripping on you and bad-talking you to everybody and just degrading you. And this is going, this isn't just isolated incidences. This is their personality. And, you know, what would it take for you to get that strength for you to love yourself enough to say, I'm done with this. I'm not putting up with this. And I mentioned earlier, it's so hard because these individuals that are jerks, that are a-holes, either gender, okay, that they're very manipulative and they'll call you name and try to get at your, they'll jab you at your weaknesses because they work. They usually work, right? This is where I want you to stand strong and to say, you know what? I'm not doing this anymore. I'm listening to my gut instinct no matter if they cry, ooh, they can cry, they can beg, they can plead, right? How many times have you been there? And when you go back, it's the same thing. The script gets flipped again. Them begging and pleading and trying to kiss your booty to get you back and not leave, that is not legit. That is an act. That is manipulation just to get you and control you again. You need to be able to get strength enough, get help, talk to me, whatever. I give Skype sessions, online sessions too, if you're all over the country, okay? Whatever I can do to help you out, you know, maybe a friend or whatever to talk to and to be able to help you and build strength, you know? It's not about bashing that other person because that gives them more power, right? When you bash them and, you know, you hate them so much, I want you to have power where, you know what? Maybe they don't even matter anymore. I know it sounds cold. It sounds heartless. But when it comes down to it, do they care about your feelings? Do they care how they're treating you? No. So my question is, you know what? You can care about them, but you need to love and care about yourself more, okay? Um, it's hard. I, I get that. But this is where I want you to look at. You know, and I, I did a thing a while ago about looking at um, 
the situation where you can write out, take 30 seconds every day and write out good things about you that's going to help with your self-esteem. I am loving. I want you to own this instead of say, I am loving. Uh, I am a good person. You know what? Where your confidence is able to, you know what? I want you to own it. It's not bragging. It's being confident. I am a good person. I am loving. I, I'm very affectionate. I show that I care. I'm there for that person. I do this. I do that. You know what? Whatever. And look at that. I don't want you to lie and exaggerate. Right? We all know people that do that. I ain't talking about that. I want you to be real. I want you to be legit and own the goodness in you. And you know what? I don't deserve to put up with this person and it's very difficult as someone mentioned that you know it's hard when your self-esteem is in the toilet and you know what and you think that you're not good enough and this is all you're gonna get you're right if you start believing that um, you're right that's what you're gonna get because you I want you not only to say it to yourself and think the goodness in you and think about this that ain't going to last if you don't feel it in your heart, right? So I want you to be able to look and generally look at, I am a good person. I don't deserve to be treated like this. And those that have been through a lot of trauma in their life, you know, treated like crap, it's like they're used to it. It's like anything, if they stick up for themselves, they get beat down. They get, you know, degraded. They get freaking ripped apart, chastised for sticking up for themselves. So they're taught they can't. Now they're an adult and they feel the same way in a very crappy, very toxic relationship. And like I said, this theme this week, I've been getting a lot, a lot of um, questions and a lot of, you know, I guess requests for help and insights and advice to help them in these situations. And I, I get it. It's, it's very difficult to pull yourself out. Um, and maybe uh, what I'll do tomorrow excuse me, tomorrow morning, I'll go ahead and maybe give some uh, handouts and flyers if I can add them on here, maybe save them as JPEGs where I can share them. And I don't know if anyone can help me how to share like PDF files on here on Facebook other than Messenger. Um, I'd love to know it. I might have to try to save them as uh, JPEGs, uh, images, <clears throat> be able to share them on Facebook to give some insights to be able to um, to give you and to look at their uh, self-esteem building, they're gonna. One is called, but is it love? You know, true identity is another favorite of mine. And you know about loving yourself. Self-love is another one that I try to help and give out to people to look at. Really own that you're a good person. That you own deserving of love. That you own being treated with respect. You own wanting to be and needing to be desired, okay, without selling yourself out like you have been in these toxic relationships, okay? It's not always you, right? Yes, I want you to look at yourself like one of the listener, you know, listeners mentioned earlier that, you know what, maybe I am an asshole and I treat him and not appreciate him from working all this. But again, you're looking at the hurt. I want you to own what you do in a relationship as always. But not everything is your fault. Not everything needs to be ripped apart in yours, okay? I don't want you to 
rip yourself apart. You're getting ripped apart enough as it is in a toxic relationship when that partner, your partner is not really a partner, the other person you're with. There we go, okay? Because they're not being a partner. They wouldn't treat you that way. You know what? Maybe they don't do their being lazy. They don't even help around the house. They they just sit on their butts all the time and they're not helping with the kids. They're not helping you clean up. They're not helping you with the yard. Whatever it is, okay? And this, again, is not gender bias. This happens. Men are like this. Control freak a-holes. And lazy, whatever. Degrading, belittle. And there's women out there like this, too. It's not a gender related issue it's an individual issue okay so i want you to remember that and you know what and we mentioned someone mentions below you know always changes for a short period of time i get this and that's where you have to look at patterns you have to look at okay can you be more present can you be more you know if you see your partner you know if they are making efforts like they are changing short period of time and you see them slipping back going hey you know what? What's going on? You know, I don't, I feel like we're, you know, we're going back to the situation. I feel like, you know, I'm not a priority. And again, maybe they just need a wake up call. They need a reminder. I know, I know I'm rolling my eyes and I'm saying they shouldn't need a reminder to show you that you're a priority. I get that. But sometimes we know that we have kids, we work, life gets in the way. Sometimes we need that. Hey, you know what? I'm right here. I want to be loved. I want to be a priority. You know what? My bad. I'm sorry. I need to do this. I need to check on this. You know, we all get stressed. We all get overwhelmed. Sometimes we need that reminder. So instead of getting frustrated and, oh my God, here we go again, can we help them to be more consistent with this? Can we help them being more alive with that situation? Can we, can we help them love us better and, you know, pay attention and be able to do those a lot better than maybe we are instead of, you know what, nagging, complaining, and whatever. And it further causes a distance in your relationship or marriage, okay? Another individual mentioned that, um, you know what, if I stand up for myself, I'm a bitch, I'm a drama queen. That's what I'm talking about. When you stand up for yourself, these people will belittle you. They'll degrade you. That, that's a perfect example, um, which is bad because they're not caring about you. They're not giving a crap how they're affecting you. This has been the whole theme of the show. You know what? There's ways to stand up for yourself. And I said that when you speak at the beginning of the show, when you speak from the heart, right? You know what? It hurts that you treat me this way. You know, it hurts that I don't feel respected by you. And then they, if you do this and they're calling you a bitch, like you mentioned, a drama queen, you're all this, you're too needy, you're all this stuff, they're acting like they don't care. You need to say, you know what, peace out. <laughs> you're dismissed. I deserve better, okay? I deserve to be loved. Maybe you want to say better. Is that selfish? Maybe. Maybe I deserve to be loved differently. I deserve to be treated differently, okay? If you want to throw the better as being too selfish, some people might say that, eh, whatever. But you deserve to be treated differently. You deserve to be loved differently. There you go, okay? Maybe you and I just are, you know what? We want different things. You can use that instead of better, da, 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 right? 
because then defensive fly up and all the better you think you, you try to lower the chances for argument but you also need to stick up from yourself okay and say you know what I I deserve to be loved differently I deserve to be in a different situation than this you can do that and you don't even maybe even owe them when it gets to that point why do you owe them an explanation to begin with okay why do you even you've been there before you've been doing this probably over and over and over and over again why do they even deserve any more of an explanation other than you know what peace out I'm not happy adios amigos and then my suggestion is you know what when there's kids involved it's more difficult okay because of custody whatever but if you don't have kids involved there's you know no kids involved whatever you need to block their ass from their phone especially if you you know if you're even if you're living together but there's no financial coupling if you will you know there's no mortgage there's no financial aspects it's easier I get that you need to block their ass from the phone you need to they might try calling you from a different number to manipulate you whatever but you hang up and you block their butt as much as possible you block them from social media to try to limit as much as possible for them trying to manipulate you in those situations after all right you've been there many times right I don't have to tell you this you know it you're living it I'm trying to help you stop that pattern and I know if these toxic individuals if you're married to them or you have kids with them it's not easy but at least you can control you you don't have to live with these people anymore and you know if they alienate the kids and I'll tell they'll manipulate the kids this is where you can stick up for the kids not everything is right you don't have to bash them but you need to teach your kids to be more alert and look at maybe reality versus what that other person is doing because there's some real messed up people out there that don't care about the kids it's all about them and these people let's face it that's what we're talking about the situation I'm not gonna lie to you and a lot of people deal with exes that are just they're terrible okay I'm not scaring you um, enlighten you to prepare yourself so you can defend yourself stick up for yourself and not get sucked back into these situations again okay um, and you need to yeah I agree no kids involved you need to run I agree hell to the yes Sabrina you mentioned mutual love and respect is a must absolutely and that's what we're talking about one aspect and you need to have that mutual love and respect for yourself not just other people but for yourself so you can command love and respect and desire and you're not gonna get treated like crap now what I mean right I don't want people taking me out of context what I mean that doesn't mean you oh it treats me like crap because he disagrees with you or she disagrees with you that doesn't mean they're treating you like crap you got it not everything's gonna be your way not everything is gonna be an agreement it's how you disagree you can do it with respect you can do it with mutual kindness okay and you can do it with the heart without belittling and bashing and ripping each other apart okay or being ripped apart uh, another individual mentioned what if they don't care that they hurt you he tells me I deserve what he does because I create the mess this is exactly what I just said a few minutes ago is you need to get the hell out of that situation and why are you in that situation 
And this is part of building up your self-esteem and your self-worth. To why are you even with this individual, right? You need to get on to a healthier spot. You need to learn and get the self-fortitude to come up to the situation to wherever you need to look at. I don't. I deserve something different. I deserve to be loved in a totally different way than when I'm doing it, treated better and more healthy in a situation and to be able to block him and get the hell away from him even if you got to live with friends or family for a little bit okay to be able to get out of that toxic situation okay if they really don't care my question is why the hell are you with that person plain and simple okay I'm being blunt I'm being forthright but me sugarcoating things and telling you you know all, all this stuff isn't gonna help you some people need to be kicked in the ass to get the point through and to be able to get the help that they need so they take it and they learn from it. And other people need to be their hands held. But let's face it, a lot of people in these situations, they've had their hands held, right? Maybe they need to be kicked in the butt to get out of these toxic situations. I don't mean this kicked in the ass physically. I'm talking figuratively, not literally, okay? You've had that done enough to you verbally, whatever. I'm doing this to help you. I'm being blunt and sort of verbally kicking you in the butt to be out of these toxic situations because I care, okay? Because I give a crap about people and I don't want to see people getting treated terrible. I don't want them being disrespected and being dogged out and being lied to and getting called names on a daily basis, okay? I, I get upset. I get very protective over people because, I mean, that's why I do this. I actually care about people and I don't want you in toxic situations, okay? Thank you so much for your comments. Your, you know, below your comments and everything else. Thank you. If you're just tuning in for the first time, uh, I appreciate you. Very, you know, a lot of love, a lot of you know, respect for you for paying attention and allowing me to come into your life and trying to help you to live a happier, healthier life and having a more connected, a deeper, deeper emotional and physical connection in your love life, in your marriage. Peace. Good night, everybody. Peace and love to everybody out there. Check out my website, theartofrelationships.org. This has been the Art of Relationships radio show. With me, Greg Dzinski, Detroit's love guru, licensed professional counselor in the state of Michigan. Take care, everybody. Peace out. Much love.